Hey, After Buzzers, before we move on, we would like to say thanks to our sponsor, Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, plus there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Also, Anchor will distribute your podcast for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. Plus, you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. And it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. There's joy, there's sadness, there's turn-ons galore, and so much more. This is a Black Lady Sketch Show at AfterBuzz TV. You're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz... Hey, AfterBuzzers! What's up, y'all? Hey, how you doing? Music is just... Okay, yes, we are here for it. This is a Black Lady Sketch Show After Show at AfterBuzz TV. I am one of your hosts, Nikki Bailey. I am joined by two gorgeously, wonderfully talented women, <laughs> the beautiful Sade Spence. Hello, can you introduce me all the time? Of course. <laughs> <laughs> and the always fabulous Nima Sky. Hello, somebody. No, and I'm our checking. girl Simone Thomas is on vacation, but you know what? Hey, girl, we holding it down for you. Yes. All right, guys, we have so much to talk about. We're going to talk about the sketches. We've got news. We've got our special segment. Oh, my God. Let's get down to our general opinions, overall perspectives on this episode. Sade? <laughs> Uh, I liked it. Um, not it wasn't a, a, a total favorite. I would say overall, I think there were some standout sketches, and but overall, it wasn't a huge winner for me. But still entertaining. Still entertaining. Mm-hmm. I had a, a a lot of indifferences about this particular show. Of course, I thought it was great because I just love the comedy. I love how the girls just put these different sketches together. But I had a lot of questions. I had some moments where I was a little confused about exactly what was going on, even though I was laughing. But yeah, yeah, I uh, I feel like so far this was this has been the weakest episode so far. Um, still, like you said, Sade, entertaining, but not like knock me to like I didn't have to stand up in the yes. middle to holler at how much I was laughing <laughs> like that's what every episode up to this point I have been like walking around my Absolutely. room like no they didn't but I didn't do that for this one but we gonna get into it we gonna get into it for sure. all right all right so the first the first sketch was called the joy the guest star was Candy Alexander who played Olivia Pope mama on Scandal mm-hmm. Although she had a, a long, wonderful career way before that. She was in What's Love Got to Do With It. I think she choreographed for Whitney Houston. I mean, Candy Alexander, she's the shot. So one of those legends that's on the show that we don't always acknowledge as a legend, but recognize. I love that the black ladies, that, that Robin Thede and them recognize. So, Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Paying homage. Super dope. Paying homage. So my notes on this one, this is the, the one where they're like camping. Yeah, it was um, like a Clarence commercial to me. It was it did. <laughs> like, literally. I felt like it was a Clarence commercial. Visually stunning. The colors were like right. Everyone's yes. melanin was glowing. They was all po- they was popping, right? Yeah. They looked gorgeous. Of course, it was you the know, joy. It was all like it, it was. It was awesome. I can't even talk straight because I'm laughing at that commercial slash skit. You know how you watch those commercials and you know you see all this movement and this lifestyle, and then there's somebody that comes on. 
So just because you have this happening in your life, these are yeah. you don't have to live this way. Like these are the side right. effects of the just medicine. Just because you're suffering just, from allergies right. doesn't mean you should yes. be able to play soccer. That voice of reason that comes right. in. Yes, exactly. so Candy Alexander was the the voice of reason that came in. My my notes on this. What I wrote in my notes was this is why black women don't camp. <laughs> Me too. Because we're joyful, but you combine our joy with nature. It's not. Accidents abound. Right. I'm just saying, it makes perfect sense to me. Because she said, well, won't he do it? Well, I guess not. Because the fish just fell apart. <laughs> and then, of course, like, I thought it was funny because they had on the same shirt. And it's, we haven't really done that since middle school. But sometimes, you know, when you go camping, you have the idea, well, let me just put a spaghetti strap string little shirt on. And just kinda, camping? Yeah. I mean, yeah, what? I mean, first of all, they were at Runyon Canyon. They were. I know. Like, okay, like, right, L.A. Insider, L.A. Insider tip. If you're watching the show, that was all done at Runyon Canyon, which is so not a place you camp. It's like no. basically a mall on a hill. Like, it's not in any way nature. Everyone goes nature. there to take Instagram right. photos. Right. And then they were like, <laughs> we finally made it to the top. We made it to the top. And I was like, yeah. Look but- over L.A. Right, right, right. The overlay, because because even when they were walking up the hill, I was like, "That's a big downtown right there." I honestly, right. Like, I, I couldn't because well, I didn't know if they were like trying to be funny. Honestly, I was gonna say I felt like that was on purpose. Yeah, it yeah, was. Yeah, for like, sure. It was totally obvious that it was supposed to be like they didn't even try to hide it in right. the slightest. Right. No, at all. It's, it, it was like one of those. Yeah, we camping. Yeah, and I right. feel like it was a little They're bit of glamping too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. they they all look like really cute. They did look. They good. did. They and that's the thing at Runyon Canyon, though. Everyone Every, does look cute. They go cute. there. That's true. That's where you go to be seen exercising. You go cute hiking. Yeah, right. exactly. But then it's all of a sudden, a you know, the chipmunk situation. I was oh, God, I, I was a little confused by that because I was like, wait, so she saw the chipmunk and the chipmunk, <laughs> you know, fell and every which. Honestly, I kind of I kind of went back to middle school, you know, like when you have those friendships you're with and you guys just have that camaraderie and somebody falls and you like even though you're not supposed to, you laugh. Like I one time I one time <laughs> fell on the ice. I'm in college. I one time fell on the ice. My best friend laughed at me. She has been laughing for years. <laughs> oh my god. So, and I'm still mad about it. So, uh, um yeah. So yeah, you do have those friends that you can laugh at them when they fall, but also that's not nice. That's not but you know, Quinta fell. She fell Quinta straight fell. But right, you know, the joy she had while falling. Oh right. And they were all <laughs> laughing. And I, I don't know. I thought it was like a really interesting take on on showing how black women, we do have joy even through the most hurtful, hurtful things. Yes. That's all how we time. survive. Absolutely. That is how we survive. It really is. Yeah. And I love how they just showcase that. And yeah. um, even Candy said, you know, People tend to think that black women are angry. only angry. And it, it just because we've decided to be assertive and speak about something doesn't mean we're angry. Right. We automatically right. get told we're angry. Right. While someone else is just pointing out the same point and they're assertive. Yeah. So yeah. I think it was just so funny how they had to be like so overzealous with the joy to show that we do have <laughs> we joy. We do have joy. And right. it's in the most silliest way. Like, when are you ever going to see a cartoon ch- chipmunk trip and fall? Not going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> and, right. and I loved that Candy was like, he busted his chipmunk <laughs> ass, which... <laughs> Which you I'm know what so she happy. was okay whenever she got back up, but that chipmunk honey oh, he was, hurt. was hurt. <laughs> he died of embarrassment. Yes, right, he did. Yes. That's so funny. Oh my gosh! Wait, so Nima, tell our tell our wonderful Afterbuzzer fans how we feel about that. Yes, listen, we like to thank you guys for allowing us to be the ESPN of TV talk. Right now, we could use your help. If you are on YouTube, please give us a thumbs up, and not just that, please subscribe. Or if you're listening 
through iTunes. Give us a five-star rating, but no matter what you do, we need you to comment. You know why? Because without your comments, we would not be here. Myself, my girls, and the whole AfterBuzz TV team needs your comments and your support. So please continue to keep watching this show and many other shows throughout the week on the platform. We appreciate you. We do. Yeah, yeah. We hurt you guys. We totally love you. We you. Okay, so... <laughs> Okay, so then we get to our first, like, post-event sketch, which I call Apocalypse One. I don't know why I do that in my notes. <laughs> and it clearly says events. It, it, the, the events. Slash apocalypse. Apocalypse, yeah. right. And, and so they talk about, like, what was the first, like, person that ever made you want to, like, grind? Like, the first person that made <laughs> you want to, think like, about sex, yeah, is what about she said. Sex. And so Danielle, hers was Andre 3000, which also tells you, though, how old they are, though, because, like... <laughs> <laughs> Andre 3000 wasn't even a glimmer in his daddy eye when I was a kid. But whatever. I'm old. But whatever. <laughs> I mean, you don't look it. So I'm like, huh? I know. Thank you. That's that black. It's melanin and fat, y'all. <laughs> Keep it smooth. Um, so Ashley's were Mulder and Scully, which I'm I'm here for from the X-Files. From X-Files. Yes. <laughs> that was my favorite show All for good. a long time. Um, Robin was... That time, Genuine was on. What was it? One hundred six and four. I I was was on a gurney. Did you remember that episode? I I don't remember that episode. I'm I'm always here for Genuine. (laughs) Genuine is fine. Every single one hundred six and Park, except that one. I'm like, why don't I remember him doing (laughs) what she did? Unless she just did it. Maybe she made it up. I don't know. And you know what? And everybody's gonna go on YouTube and And pull it up. They're gonna find it. Find it. Let us know in the chat, okay? If you find it, let us know in the chat. Yeah, we don't remember that. And then, okay, so then, and then. Quinta lost her virginity to Genuine. So let me ask you guys. I'm not going to ask you about your virginity, but who oh, was Lord. the first the first time that you got like warm, warm, fuzzy, delicious, yummy you feelings know so for funny? somebody? Who was that? Who I was your first so, celebrity like celebrity sex crush? I'm super embarrassed to say this, but you know, I'm gonna put myself out there. <laughs> I had the biggest crush on Immature, and I loved Marcus Houston, <laughs> which is crazy because I saw him the other day. But seriously, but no, I did. But yeah, like. I've I've always had this thing for like boy bands and I just always loved like the lead singer I I have this thing about singers like they have a way of being able to serenade you you know with their with their nice voice and Mm -hmm. their vibratos and their runs and Mm -hmm. you know their words and I'm just like yes like I don't know I just always loved that nice you know I guess you would call it jock singer that's just me so yeah no the weird thing is, I'm like, how come I don't remember like a single person or anything? Shut up! I know I'm telling on. you, but you I was really, with but I was really it. into boy bands too. Like I was a B2K fan. Me too. I was a huge B2K which, fan, which is like I the also really liked In Sync. I really liked Backstreet Boys. I mean, I like loved them and all their magazines. So I'm like, but so I don't. You don't remember, who was, you? Don't remember your first? I don't I remember who was to make me like, oh my I god, want to I do want that. you. No. So I'm going to date myself. I'm more of a person for a long time. I was just like, oh, no, well, I'm not going to have sex until I get married. So that Um, was something that I think. So you were thinking about it for a long time? Yeah. And that was my own decision to be like, well, I don't really want to. So that's why I'm like, maybe that's why I don't have like a marker per se, because it's not something I was leaning into. I got you. I got you. Okay. So I'm going to date myself. Okay. Uh Because I'm older than these young ladies here. My first, oh my god, I want that, was Blair Underwood oh, on yes. L.A. Law. 
I remember that. That's how old I am. Okay, so I don't know about him on LA Law, but I've when I've seen him. But Blair Underwood just period though, like he could yes. get it right. Like Blair, yes. come on, who are we talking about? Or when when I saw Brown Sugar when I was younger, and I mm-hmm. used to say Morris and Boris, as oh, in like oh, both yeah. fine. Yeah, I remember both of them being like, oh, they are both fine. Fine. Like yeah. So like bo- my boy Morris bands were New Edition. You know what I'm saying? Like that's yes. where I'm coming from. New Edition, Belle Belle but that you know so I do I, I love the sketch because it's such a it's such the kind of conversation that we would have right like Absolutely. what I love about all of these post event sketches is that they're this, they're just normal conversations that you have with your girlfriends and so never yeah. mind that the apocalypse is happening outside right. we're just, just going to chat about just hanging out. and talk yeah, about who exactly. made us think about sex when we were exactly. too young to be thinking about it <laughs> And you know what's so funny? Like the point that I love that Quinta made when she said that the the only song that well, well the song that she lost her virginity <laughs> off of was the one that the, the only, only song the only that her parents, song. <laughs> which is so funny because I feel like you know growing up you know having our parents like they always try to keep us away from certain things, but the thing that they that, that they try it's to keep us away from was always to. a thing yeah. that yeah. gets you into what you're not supposed right. to be getting right. into. It's so it's like parents have not learned. Point. It's <laughs> parents have not learned after like you know eons of parenting children that the thing you tell us no on we're is gonna the do. Thing we're gonna do yes. And so you should be like no, of. no broccoli for you. You can't have broccoli. <laughs> it's for grown folks. And see that's <laughs> that's what you call reverse psychology, mm-hmm. which actually yeah. works. It works. But, it works. Yeah. Totally. Totally works. Yeah. Okay. The next sketch was church open mic part two. Ooh, Remember we saw. Yes. The church open mic the first time where they were in the sanctuary and Robin's character uh, uses the opportunity to work on her comedy set. Um, yes. What I love about these sketches, these church open mic sketches, is that they are so 100% accurate <laughs> to the black church experience. Oh my God, yes. Anytime yes. you give somebody a microphone in black church, get comfortable. It's like... Yeah, it's, it's, it's going to be a testimony. It's going to be, and it, you and know, someone's promoting something, right. or they're taking that. Oh but even if it's a testimony, it's a moment to say, "Look at me, look at me, or, yeah, or try my pie. Make make sure you right. know it's better than everyone else's. It's me, oh me, oh Lord, I'm standing in the need, need of prayer. prayer. That's what it is, right? Exactly. It's a, it's a clear eye moment. It's definitely it's, it's about it's about <laughs> me, right? But I, well, I was telling my, I was telling my girlfriend. My girlfriend is is white, and I was trying to explain to her, like like in black church like people say stuff under the guise of prayer mm-hmm. that they can't say in other situations so somebody will 100% put your business in the street right in a prayer yeah call you out on stuff in a prayer doing it for Jesus doing it for yeah. Jesus <laughs> I thought right. it was also a really good way of highlighting a, a real prominent problem in the church which is always self-righteousness mm-hmm. I think yes. that's like the oh most prevalent one in black churches almost also in like any church even True. if you go to a multicultural church ego is, I mean, yeah. ego is like the worst pride is the worst and people will always use it to to either belittle someone or try to put themselves on a pedestal absolutely, absolutely. and we know what Jesus is like no I'm the only one on a pedestal right. so and you know like <laughs> so, we forget and I think yes. I think you know and, yeah. and then you also like people get so comfortable with their church family that like you you, you just you just basically like become who you are yeah. and and you pull yeah. down those walls of trying to protect yourself from allow, allowing people to see who the reality of who yeah. you really are yeah. And that's but like, I mean, it was funny. Like it was yeah. really funny, and the guest stars in this episode. Oh my, God. Oh my just gosh, Amber Riley, Amber Riley, Tony Amber Baker, Riley, Tony Baker. Tony Baker is a stand-up comedian. If you do not Hilarious. know him, you need to find him. He does a lot of clean humor, which I love. Um, 
Yeah, there's a lot of church shows, which I love. You can actually get Tony Baker to come to your church and do comedy. Hello, somebody. Super nice guy. He actually mm-hmm. sometimes brings his kids to the club. Like, because yeah. he, he raises Aww. his own. He's, he's the sole... Uh, I think he has sole custody oh, of his no. kids, of his and so sometimes he'll be at the. You'll see him at the comedy club. I'm a stand-up comedian. You'll see him there, and he's got his kids in the corner doing homework. You're like, that's a good daddy, and you know what I'm saying. But in this episode, I loved it. It was Tony Baker and Amber Riley looking for their th- their third for their threesome. Oh my yeah. god, that was hilarious! Hilarious, which is so funny because you know we don't normally see that. As like something that you know we normally do like as swingers, but right. I felt like it was maybe kind of like an impersonation of a couple that <laughs> they kind of wanted to, you know, resemble. That's just my personal <laughs> opinion, you know, because literally, like I felt like everybody in this skit was like an impersonation, like especially oh, when the dude totally. came. Totally, he was like, "I'm, I'm from um, what, what is his name? Pastor Venmo Stack. Pastor Venmo Stack, who was oh. very obviously Creflo oh, Dollar." Like, like, I actually was thinking Killed he was Cref- he was doing a Creflo Dollar just because the name his name was Venmo Stacks. Right. And then Creflo Creflo Dollar is another uh televangelist. Who is interesting? And, um, but that's a lot and he of, said mega ministry. Of, right? His, yeah. his, he said his, nothing but increase mega nothing ministry. Nothing but increase mega I was ministry. Like, oh my gosh! Because it's like an also it's also a big thing among <laughs> in among black churches. This whole prosperity theology. I went to seminary, so this is my this is my geek thing. I am a super religion geek. So, but I'm Uh-oh. not going to take you there. But there is a lot of. Like, well, what does this mean for African-American people that we're preaching this prosperity gospel? And what does it mean for the people preaching it? And why do Creflo Dollar have, like, 11 airplanes and shit or whatever? I didn't, but the funny know. thing about but, it was that everybody <laughs> left uh, the potluck church and went to the Venmo stack. Well, yeah, just because, just because, um, because, said, because Pastor Cursed. Like, it's so it's so funny, true. Yeah, which is also another thing about, like, how we treat our pastors. As someone who has worked as a pastor in a church, the, the, the standards that are yeah. set for black clergy is so high. And you get in trouble if you do not meet that standard. Listen, so, yeah. yeah. Which is, wait, I have a quick question then. Who is Butter... Who would you guys say Butterfly is? Well, you said you felt like they were all referencing a lot of people. Who do you think Butterfly was? I Issa don't know Rae, that she was... Essentially, Issa Rae's character right. who was trying to get her single... Um, you know, in the, in right. the club. I think this one is called literally in the club. In the club, right. Marketing it at church, but she was trying to get I her, think they were trying to resemble her as being like a stripper. Like, literally. Like, like I totally that, feel like that, that's that, that girl that, who she loves what? Jesus. She loves Jesus, but honey, she's gonna, she's gonna get her like dance Saturday on. Saturday night, <laughs> she, at, she at work that's Saturday right. night at the club. At the club. And then Sunday, but she, makes time for she the do Lord be at Saturday. the church. She be at church that's on Sunday. Right. Yeah. But by the Hallelujah, way, Jesus. but, Thank you, but it was funny because she had some side hustles. She was like, I make short content films, <laughs> oh, yeah. she said, um, and I also do hair. Butterfly, <laughs> butterfly clips because I'll do hair and I also make short form content. I'm short like, form content. Okay. <laughs> yes. I was like, okay, I'm liking it. I, I was, love yeah, it. Yeah, and her hair, first of all, her hair was like. Down to her. It was like down. 36 inches. <laughs> yes. So, and let's talk about Quince's character, like somebody's grandmother Oof. who, you know, she starts off, you know, the prayer's good. She's like, bless these hands. <laughs> and you know, Lord, I don't understand why did sister so-and-so had to make the pie and it was wet. Because everybody Cause my knows pie- my, I'm the one make the sweet potato pie, which is a very real argument in Black it Church. Is. They, who, and it's not even just in Black Church. Like, you go to a Black event, we need to know who made what before we will eat it. Okay? Right, exactly. Like, who made the mac and cheese? Because you know... 
Miss Alice made the mac and cheese. It's going to be good, right? <laughs> but you know you don't want to mess with some other people. Miss Teresa's, you don't want to mess with hers because she be putting weird stuff in her mac and cheese. And you don't See? play that. <laughs> and we don't eat everybody's cooking. And we don't, <laughs> Listen. We don't eat everybody cooking. Everybody can't make your plate. It's rules to this game, y'all. Right. And then, but let's, <laughs> wait, but let's talk about, okay, but one, another thing that I really, and, and I know everybody's definitely going to feel me on this one. So, you know, when the comedian came up mm-hmm. and, you know, she was telling her jokes and he was like, first of all, what you're not going to do is try to tell <laughs> your jokes in the Lord's house. He said, turn to your neighbor and say, Keep, Keep your day, day job. job. <laughs> like, oh my God. God. How many times do you go to church and your pastor says, turn, turn to, to your, your neighbor. neighbor. Yes. Yeah. Like, I died day. laughing. Oh, every, always. Every turn Sunday. Every yeah. I'm like, can I, can I turn to a fine guy and say, turn to your neighbor. You look so good. <laughs> That's why you be picking your seat real careful when you get That's to church. That's right, when you get you to church. You don't get there too early. Mm-hmm. You want to get there a little bit late so everybody can have their seat and then you do a little little scan. Mm-mm. You guys come <laughs> with that? agendas. Clear <laughs> that. Y'all going to the Lord's house mean, with agendas. I mean, look, I'm, I'm going to keep it 100%. Right. Okay? Some of why, some of why I go to church. I don't go right now, but Uh-oh. some of why I have been going, I've been to church was to meet somebody. Like, that's... Well, and that's a hundred percent real. There are women like we all like. There's it's it's true. They do say it's a great place to meet someone. I it's mean, <laughs> even we're not even going to hear that. That's a whole side conversation <laughs> about one. what it means. To like, I wouldn't mm-hmm. say that's totally terrible. Going with the mindset to meet that. Yeah, sort you want to meet a nice Christian man who feared the Lord. But literally, I was listening to a podcast and the pastor said something. It was like Joel. So he said something to that effect, <laughs> and then you could hear everyone wrestling. And he said, "Not now." <laughs> so, well, wait, not now. <laughs> oh my gosh! Just, All right. after oh service. my gosh! Church is real, y'all. There should there there could be entire like I would love to them to, to just just put should together. do a funeral because I a feel like funerals in church a black a, a black funeral. funeral. Listen, it is literally like a comedy show because somebody's falling out. Somebody's saying, "Take me ready. with you." They putting you in the casket. It's just so much going Someone's on. Someone's doing the me show grieving. Listen, There's a me show grieving. Straight up, if you have the opportunity to go to a black funeral, they're gonna do it. They're gonna do it. Go bring some snacks in your bag because it's gonna be a wall. <laughs> And don't you, and please take notes because you will talk about it for days. Black funeral, most entertaining shit you'll ever do. Oh my god! Sorry. Anyway. <laughs> Hey, After Buzzers, before we move on to your next topic, we just want to say thanks to our sponsor, Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. Plus, there are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Also, Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. Plus, you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership, and it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to Anchor FM to get started. So, Apocalypse 2, which is our second sketch in the (laughs) post-event world, um, where they talk about their turn-ons, uh, and Quinta is turned on by yawns for some reason. <laughs> that was just strange. Yeah. <laughs> and Ashley's turn-on was vocal fry. So vocal fry is when people talk like this, and a lot of the, like, young white girls talk this way. So that's vocal fry. I was kind of wondering what exactly that was, yeah. and I absolutely hate I that. hate it. I'm I hate that. It's literally oh like God. the clear-eyed, dry-eyed dude. It's yeah. like, get a glass of water and clear your throat. What I thought was really funny, though, was the whole time she kept saying, you guys, I don't even want to tell you about my turn-on. And they my kept turn ignoring on. her. They kept ignoring her. <laughs> and it reminded me of that one friend you always have. You don't want to like, hear what her answer like, is. We're not begging for what you want to say. We know you. It's 
everything you say it's going to be right. kind of for attention so we purposely Trouble. ignore you and yeah. you still give it to us yeah. it's yeah. like I'm ignoring you I am purpose. that friend so I completely felt for her in that moment oh, I was that, like that. I am that friend I feel like so. I was Quentin and I was like what a snack set Yo, Quinta on them Doritos, though. Yo, they were so concerned about her drug problem, which I, I think that's like a later event with it. Yeah, well, it's like, like, that's like, why you eat so much. Right, you, right. Because you do drugs. Because was like, um, we can actually talk about it now. We were like, we talk, they talked about, this is in the third apocalypse section. Right. They were talking about Quinta has a problem. <laughs> They're doing an intervention. And it wasn't really about the drugs. They wanted her to stop eating, eating. all the damn snacks. Okay, we are post-apocalypse people. We got to ration Rash. the snacks out. Listen, that you is so selfish. You can't just polish off a bag of Doritos by yourself, Quinta. And she's over here high, and so she's eating all right. the Because she snacks. literally has the munchies, but it's like the idea is that you're not. they're not even concerned about her drug problems. No. They're just concerned about, we, listen, we need to eat. Okay, but the way that it wrapped, I thought was hilarious. The way they kind of brought it back to a being... a practically basically the last people on the planet mm-hmm. right um she were quinta they thought she ate the last of the ice cream and it's not ice cream that she happened to leave it over was, it was uh, uh was it robin's emergency no, sperm, sperm. Emergency yeah. sperm. Oh, wow yeah yeah i mean post-apocalypse you're gonna need it right it's 100 percent real <laughs> and i will tell you young people young women plan for your fertility get you some sperm put in the freezer i'm just playing that's not how you do it but do some research <laughs> but you're supposed to freeze and your find out. that's not how it works but find out <laughs> you know like find out i would yeah. i just wish that someone had told me when i was a young woman to make a plan for my fertility instead of assuming that I would eventually meet someone and create a family with Yeah, them. but definitely do your research. Do because your research. There is to some extent where it is a business, where I've done some research and it's not it is pressing, but not as pressing as the as pressure that everyone say. puts it yeah. on you. It's right. not like it's you have business. to do it by the time you're 29. And it is like $5,000. Because, I mean, $5,000, that's just about how much somebody would probably pay just to get a plastic surgeon done. But at the end of the day, you know, I think that now we're a little... I think that the statistics have grown a little bit older than I thought. Because at first I thought I thought they said thirty five, but it's different. Yeah, it's, different. it's no longer. I don't think it's thirty five yeah. anymore. I don't. Yeah, yeah I so. mean, we could probably get into a whole other show. That's a whole other show. I got a lot but to say. It, but if you guys want to like get in the chat and talk about fertility stuff, we are here for it. So, um, it. <laughs> uh, so then the next sketch that they did was Chris and Lachelle. Oh my gosh, on their honeymoon. On their honeymoon uh. in the exit row. Um, and we see Yvonne Ari. She's just killing oh, it. Oh, Yvonne Orji. Oh, yes, we I love, love Yvonne Orji. She is the best. I love her. She does this amazing podcast with um, Lovey. with Lovey Ajayi called mm-hmm. Naja something, right? Yeah, what Jesus and Jolof. Jesus and Jolof. And they're both Nigerian. They talk about being growing up as Nigerian women, uh, young women. Um, and then obviously Yvonne Orji plays Molly on Insecure. So we love She's hilarious. Um, But that sketch with (laughs) Chris and Lachelle and the fact that they cannot answer a direct question. (laughs) They can never say yes. They can never just say yes. Never just say yes. We heard every form of yes known to man. (laughs) Yerp. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was really that was really so funny. So funny. But I feel like a lot of times, especially our generation, we don't we don't say yeah, we like, yeah, huh? What hmm? It's it's all these little I'm, I'm, And do you remember your effects. parents every time I know when I would say yeah, my mom would say yes. Oh my gosh. Because yeah, yeah. yeah isn't a word. They would say yeah is not a real word. Because it's, it's like, actually okay, kind of disrespectful. Like, it is, yeah, yeah. That's what that's what my parents think was disrespectful. Like, your grammar. mom would be my like mom would be like your grammar, right? <laughs> my mom would. My mom would be like, "You should be like Nikki," and I would go, "Huh?" And she'd be like, "Huh? Who you hide to?" 
I'm then I'd be like, friend. yeah, right. I'm not your little right. friend. Right. I'm not your little I'm friend. Your friend. <laughs> I approach in this world. I take you out. They always say, I'm not your okay. little friend. Okay. Oh, I don't want to die. Black mama-isms. Oh, my gosh. Yes. I'm not your little... I, I'm not one of your little friends out here. Okay. Yeah. Right, yeah. So, I feed you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love this. Millicent D is in the chat, and she said that Prince was her first that turned her listen, on. I understand um, that. Okay. that. I do. Uh, I get Prince, that. He was... Listen, Prince is Prince is the only prettiest man alive that can have that many women. And every woman that Prince has Prince ever had was beautiful. I mean, I remember uh, Teddy Riley did an interview and he said, listen, we all know whenever we bring Prince around, you know, the women, like he... He ain't... He, <laughs> he gonna take them all. Like, literally... <laughs> Prince, it's so funny when my, my aunt and uncle took me to see Purple Rain when I was a kid ah, oh and my and they sent me to get licorice during the sex scene and so for years I did not see the sex scene after Prince died I rewatched Purple Rain and was like oh, I missed something oh, I know that happened. I couldn't see that I did not know for years I did not know yeah that was that's so, so funny. Oh, that's funny. But it, that was but it, so yeah, yeah. That was a good tactic. They were like, they were like, go get some candy, and I was like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so eat, eat it out there, <laughs> right? Oh my gosh, so that was funny. That was so, and I love, I love Chris and Lachelle, and I hope that they bring them back because they're they're a Super fun, funny. and I love Robin playing. Oh my gosh, yes. So I funny. also just say that. She kind of looks like Prince a little bit, though. She does. <laughs> she she, she, she really that. Really she has a little bit of that. But I'll just say, also, um, I love the guest appearance by Broderick Hunter. Oh. Uh, I did uh, a quick take, a double take, the same time Quinta did. I was like, oh, Broderick I know. Hunter's here. <laughs> all right. All right, Broderick. All right. Okay. Yeah, he was, I'll sit next to him on And he actually said yes simple he's like yes oh she's like jesus won't he yes yes he mm. would do it thank you very mm. much <laughs> yes quinta i do yes. think it's funny though like in the in the opening shot of the the opening sequence with the with the puppets quinta is the one who kisses a guy in front of her man so i wonder uh like if they were like just sort of going back to that like, right that right was, like before funny, like, yeah, like pre-marriage funny, yeah <laughs> i don't know whatever Interesting. Anyway, so let's move on to the cool handshake teacher needs a win. This was so sad. <laughs> um, this, this sketch actually made me sad. Really, you know what it is. It, it's just it's. <laughs> it was super funny, but it it's the the truth that you cannot trick children. You like can't trick kids, you kids, kids are gonna be honest with you like a hundred percent, especially. <laughs> Especially young black kids, they're gonna they're gonna tell you the truth. They're gonna be honest with you and be like, "Listen, ma'am, um, something's wrong with you. We don't know what it is, but you keep doing these handshakes, and we don't like them, and we just trying to be nice to you. Like yeah. literally, like, yeah. and that's and <laughs> like real talk. As you kids, need that's to how know, they are. You need to know who you are <laughs> right. and feel secure and confident in yourself yeah. if you're gonna work with young black kids. Because I, <laughs> at working in after school program with young black kids, they the first full week. They made fun of the, my voice the whole time. They're like, "This is how she talks." The whole time, don't mess with them. Kids, kids are terrifying. They are. Well, terrifying. I think what was so funny is they also highlighted the innocence that those same kids had. Yeah. They're like, like simply asking, "Why aren't your cheeks shiny, shiny anymore?" anymore. It's like, yeah. Right. I don't it's wear highlighter. highlighter anymore. <laughs> right? I didn't know that. And one, what did she say? She said the teacher's full, like hyphenated name. Oh yeah. And it was just on accident. I just thought it was so funny how even a child's innocence can yes. really like reveal so much more, yeah. especially in like a broader sense. How kids are so innocent with what you know happening today. They'll play with kids of other races until somebody right. says, until somebody like, says "Wait, why can't I play with him? What's right. wrong with him right. or her?" So I just think it's kind of 
of cool the way that they highlighted that, even though it was very sad. And, and then they turned around and used her own handshake on her to make her feel better. I was like, it was oh, precious. Yeah. It was that precious. Was that was precious. Cute. It was, it was precious. positive affirmation. And it's again. because someone had been saying to them the whole way, the whole time, I am smart. I'm, I'm I am smart. You know, like, like so, so, like, I love that they gave that back to her. It was like a, it was, it was, it was, to me, a less funny sketch and a more... It was more hard. It was more hard. I thought that it was absolutely hilarious because it was just like because she was like, "Really? Oh, what?" And then she had a spot on her head. Oh, she's doing her own hair. She's like, "You burn your hair. You're doing your own hair now. You're doing your own hair because you can't afford it." Right, that part. That was they just completely put her on blast. They were like, first of all, you yeah. So you tried to use a flat on or a hot comb, and it just didn't hit your hair. It just kind of hit your forehead, which which makes perfect sense because she has that one side of her head that's flipped out, (laughs) and you're like, what is going on? So I loved this, and I loved also that it ended with this is actually a California lottery commercial Commercial. (laughs) when you really need a win, like. I was I was on the floor. I, know. I, I was I know, like, that was so no, funny. Oh, that was hilarious. That was a really good one. So then, our last sketch was the annoying woman, um, which guest starred uh, Sonia Eddy and Yvette Freeman. Sonia Eddy from uh, Orange Is the New Black. Yvette Freeman, who is on a soap opera. Uh, I want to say One Life to Live. Anyway, um, so they're both amazing. Again, bringing in black actresses that maybe we don't recognize as the most amazing, wonderful, awesome people that they are, but hella yes, love this. But this sketch struck us a little... Was sketch. <laughs> was sketch. Like, yes. this sketch was a little weird for us. We All were like, over the place. We were like, yeah. um, I was... I think I was completely confused because, and it's so funny because I remember we we had a conversation about it. Maybe, you know, she's, they're like interpreting the fact that she's a millennial and she's just over the top. She's super dramatic. And, you know, just because we get that attention on social media, when we get into real life, we really just can't connect with people because we're so like tuned to being, well, why don't you do this? And why don't you do that? And then people are just like, they get to the point where they're so, and not even necessarily embarrassed. It's just like, they're like, oh, this is like the social media girl. Like this is, this is the. That's, so, I mean, that's that influencer person. So it's like, oh, she's weird, and right. you know, we don't we don't want to give her that attention that she's craving for. What I thought was interesting is that obviously she's been annoying her whole life. It's not even just that she just got into social media. Mm-hmm. So that she's been annoying her whole life, and then so it, so to me, as someone who did not grow up with social media, I'm like, she's been annoying her whole life. No wonder <laughs> she's an influencer. Totally, like she needs, <laughs> like, she needs, she needs the attention. So like. <laughs> Uh, so that made sense. It was just kind of like it was one of those ones where I wasn't entirely sure. So like if where you, they were if going, you, yeah. Like so, uh-huh, if you know yeah. about uh, sketch comedy, one of the things that like um, all the different sketch schools have their own theories and philosophies. But I study at, um, Upright Citizens Brigade, mm-hmm. and they teach you about the game of the sketch. So the game is what is the funny thing, and whatever the funny thing is, that's what you repeat, and that becomes like the thing of the sketch. And that's what you build your comedy like, off of. Yeah, and I felt like. I didn't get the game in this sketch. I and that was, either. it was like, it was like, is the game yeah. her voice? Yeah. Is the game that people are acting like they don't know who she is? That's what I is think it was. Game, you know, like, is the game, like, it, or is the game that she's in the wrong place? Like, it was like, I just wasn't sure I was following it. Well, yeah. see, at the end, like, once everybody kind of like, they were like, oh, yeah, we finally got her. Ooh, you know, she get on our nerve. Like, everybody. I'm like, what was it about like this girl that was to the point where. Th- her own parents, her own parents were like, we don't even. I was so confused by that because I was just like, I, I want to laugh, but I'm just. But I just mean, that's I why just, the only I, thing I, I felt about it was really that the only way I 
like connected to it was like I the only thing real pull I had was like maybe it's because I mean she's an influencer she comes in thinking that everyone should, everyone know, should she, know who she like, is right. because I was so well known before or in her right. mind she thought she was so well known um, as a child and was so boisterous all the time that now that I'm even on social media you guys should totally know who I am. And also, like, we have that, that, like, I mean, you know, like, there's the whole idea that social media really makes you a person, like, makes you, and, like, that's... And then, yeah. The whole thing around millennials and Gen Z is that we or they always think that they're owed um, something. Yeah. And that's why she came up to everybody kind of, like, maybe you don't remember. You know what? But it was a little out there. Yeah. Okay. I'm kind of thinking about it. So, I don't know if you guys noticed, but one of, one of the funniest things about that skit besides her was the fact that they had the Shook Avery Foundation. Did you guys see that? Oh, yeah. I saw. And so, I was like, well, maybe it's because she's just awkward. She's so awkward. And, you know, she's she talks like this, like, oh, my God. And, like, maybe, like, her awkwardness doesn't make her fit in with everybody else. Yeah. And so, they're like, ooh, she's different. So, we oh, could it be? Like, well, think on that. Let me see that, if anybody's talking about it think, in the chat. Like, if it could be... If you really think about it today, a lot of the biggest influencers are the ones who were the most ridiculed when they were younger, like they didn't fit in, or people who've really grown um, professionally, like let's say like Winnie Harlow. I'm not saying she, I don't know how how, um, ridiculed she was, but she has like very obvious um, vitiligo patches, Mm -hmm. and now she's one of the biggest models in, in the world. Um, and she is essentially an influencer. So I wonder if it's having those sort of battles also kind of like, mm-hmm. if they're kind of so you're showcasing saying like maybe, that. Not yeah, that Winnie is like annoying saying. or anything like that, but some of the bigger influencers are like, well, you know, I used to get told I should, you know, you know, uh, should never be here anymore. Or everyone used to make fun of me, but now I'm really big. And so I have like a million followers. Of, right. So like those people who were like, me. Those, those people who, those influencers who were like, I've overcome so much and everyone knows me now. And I'm like, and they and all want to be my friends and, now. And or, then, and then the reality is, no, they're still just awful. But maybe, you know, one yeah, thing that, like that I noticed about it, and and this is something that we definitely deal with in black black culture. You know how you have, you know, someone who talks different, like they're super proper mm-hmm. or like you can tell like they're just different, you know, mm-hmm. like they don't you know, yeah. they don't they don't have that that urban ebonics, you know, lingo. So all of a sudden we're gonna ostracize you because you don't seem like literally I mean I'm tell like once I, I go back and kinda like build maybe. in the sketch I can see maybe that's the reason why think, she felt ostracized because honestly, you know, a lot of a lot of African American girls, you know, who aren't who who speak very proper sometimes, and you and and I oh, noticed I've this, had you know, this experience you know, myself when, that we're like when I was in school, yeah, you know, totally. it's like if you know if you speak really really proper and you're you trying to act white, right, the whole, and, yeah, and if you yeah, don't yeah. speak urban, it's like oh she's one of them, like right. that's something that we dealt with, and of course Maybe. this show is about taking everything that we deal in black culture and, and literally like make fun of it, hyperbolizing it for sure. All right, so we don't know entirely what that sketch <laughs> we'll is about, but we're running out of time, so I want to make sure that we get to our important segment. So let's talk about our special segment. Yes! Where we feature a funny black woman in comedy. So, Sade, who's who's on the who's on the the slab today. Who's on the spotlight today? It is Phoebe Robinson. <gasps> yes. yes. I love her. I love now, her. she is known for Two Dope Queens, which yeah. started as a podcast and then became an HBO special mm-hmm. running um, prominently with her partner, uh, Jessica Williams. Mm-hmm. And now she's in, she's been in a few movies. She's been in a Visa movie, which was a Netflix movie, and nice. then on to what, um, what Men Want. 
with Taraji B. Henson, which is huge under mm-hmm. Will Packer. And now, actually just announced August 14th, she will be having her own late night interview show on Comedy yes. Central. Yes, yes I love that. Awesome? Yes. So this is actually going to be part of her own production company called Tiny um, Tiny Reparations. Wow. <laughs> and um, she, I did pull one quote that she said about it really quick. She said, this show will hit that sweet spot between educational and charmingly ignorant. <laughs> Who doesn't love that? Well, all older black people who struggled and marched for my rights. But besides that, everyone else does. <laughs> Yay, so, I baby. love it. Yes, I'll hail the queen. Yes. Okay. We've been trying queen. to get a black woman in a late night position for a long time. Monique tried it. Robin tried it. Now we gonna make it work, okay? We gonna watch you, Phoebe. We watch. We, we watch you. We support we you. One hundred grand. And do we have any news? Of course, news yes. and gossip. We have news. Now, of course, we know next episode is going to be the season finale, and the all of the ladies gave us a little bit of information about what's going to happen on next season to let us know that there's going to be a next season. Woo! So, Robin actually posted this beautiful picture of herself and her cat on the couch talking about how a black lady sketch show has been is going to be coming back for a season two on HBO and we do know that of course Insecure is going to be on on, um, HBO so it's going to be interesting to see them both together or maybe not maybe but I think that would be a great night of comedy to have them both together that'd be a great 2020 I think that like they're like trying to put like black women in comedy as a big thing on HBO. I and just I'm see, here it. I for see it. it. I see Thank it. you, HBO. Yeah. About time. It. But yeah. I do want to say that Robin did make a quote. She said, Whew, if you have a dream, let me tell you that you too can make it happen with a team of unstoppable black women. So get all your friends together like I did and make whatever magic you choose which you know that's that's de- definitely inspirational knowing that Robin's story coming from the BT yeah, show and, yeah. and, and end up getting cancelled um, and we did a little bit of we talked a little bit of, uh, about it last week that she Issa Rae actually reached out to her and she's like listen let me produce this new Wait, TV awesome. show for you Issa Rae called her and Robin thought Issa Rae was calling just to be like oh I'm so sorry your show got cancelled but Issa Rae was like what you doing next yeah. exactly. I got a deal at HBO let's make something happen now that is that sick. is sisterhood. Yes. That is how we do it. That's black girl magic. Black girl magic. Hello. Now, let's also talk about Ashley. Should we... <laughs> what is Ashley going on with on Ashley? Set. Okay, right here. Let's, let's talk about a little bit of gossip. Ashley was on set getting her hair and makeup done, so, and she just decided to post this little cute picture, which I wanted to show you guys. Yeah, so she was on set getting ready for one of her, one of her scenes, and she decided that she wanted to give us a little bit of her character, so... That's what I want to show you guys. And this is this is her. Ooh, this a blowout. It's a blowout. Listen, being, being blown this, back together. Everything. <laughs> this is what you call black girls. This is that's, okay. That's part of the black girl crown. That's part you know? of the process. It, it takes a lot of different forms. It does. Absolutely. That's and, what what she, <laughs> and what she always she always talks about her hair on the show. She does. She does. So. And she doesn't wrap it. What? We'll take, we'll get oh. back to that. Did you, wait, that's a whole episode. She they talked about it. She doesn't wrap her hair in a scarf. She doesn't sleep on a satin on a satin pillowcase. Blasphemy is scandalous, <laughs> guys. We are at the end of our show. We have had an amazing, awesome, wonderful time with you, ladies. Where can folks find you on the social media, Shade? You can find me at Shade A Spence on basically all social channels. You can find me at Nima Sky N E E M A S K Y E all social media platforms. And you can find me, Nikki Bailey, at Nikki Bailey underscore on all the social medias. We will be back next week. For the season finale of A Black Lady Sketch Show. We'll see you then. Bye.
Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 